0: Our deepest desire is to know that we are worthy, worthy of loving and being loved. This podcast explores how to love, how to love fiercely, and how to be guided by the heart and trust in the most powerful energy in the universe, love. Our task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all the barriers within ourselves that we have built against it. Welcome to What Would Love Do? Thanks for listening. Hello and welcome to episode 17. Episode 17 is this, what if there was no plan B? So before I start the episode, I hope that wherever you are, you're having an amazing day um, and you're feeling connected and if it's one of those days where it's uh, a little bit challenging or you know, you're feeling a bit misaligned with your heart, I hope that you know that this two shall pass um, and it's a real opportunity to find out how it is or what is needed to expand so today's episode was inspired by a conversation I had uh with a friend of mine, and she was asking so at the moment uh both John and i uh, so John my husband has quit recently quit his job and when I say recently it's been uh since about mid august and the choice that he in being able to quit his job was that he'll still You know, he was at this stage in life where he's like questioning, which I think is a really beautiful stage of what is it that I want to do with my life? Like what is it that I, uh, you know, want to be able to commit and create now because IT or where he was at was no longer fulfilling him and he didn't feel expansive. Um, And, you know, it was a very considered choice as well. And so one of the things that I said to him was do not get another job because if you're going to get another job to replace, to avoid that feeling, it will only be able to do so much before the discontent comes in. So rather, why don't you free your heart and give yourself time and space to figure out what it is that you want to do? And this was something that was inspired by an old friend of mine where he actually said, you know, if the heart is, when we say the heart is full, we don't mean like full as in nourish, but if your being or your energy is burdened, right? And there's no space to expand, but then you just kind of mask it with something else. Yeah, like nothing new can come in. So if there is an, a commitment to have a new experience come in, you got to like free your heart, you got to empty everything out so that you're open now to, you know, new possibilities and you're open to the unexpected. So we are, yeah, we made a choice to be able to have John my husband quit his job and also the intention was for him to spend more time with our son and, you know, Avery is at an age of being, um, he's a toddler, so he's two and a half. And so it's really important that children have that bond with their parents like, you know, both their parents are so that they feel safe and secure, especially before six years old, because this is where they're constantly living in delta brainwaves. And what this means is that their subconscious mind is just soaking in everything at the moment. Um, So we thought, wow, what what a beautiful opportunity that would be for John to take about six months off, you know, allow himself to be in this magical period of discovery, of openness, of adventure. And you know, be, be welcome the unknown, um, which takes us to about probably the end of February. Now, the other thing is, um, you know, in this time period, he is to be able to let go of what he knows to be safe or what he knows he thinks he should do and really dive into the joy of discovery, the joy of adventure. Now, we encourage children to embrace joy and embrace adventure. And, you know, we are in. All of them when they are so curious and, you know, everything's fascinating to them and we give them space and time to be adventurous. And so when John made this choice, I was thinking, yeah, like, you know, as adults, we forget that, you know, the time that we may be adventurous is when we go, hey, let's book a holiday. But what about in our daily life? Like, have we created space to um, for adventure to show up, for discovery to show up? Have we allowed ourselves to entertain you know new things and new possibilities to enter and see like you know age ain't nothing but a number and this is life so why not now the decision for John to uh, in order to be able to stay home as well and be a full-time dad but also be able to explore what it is that he wants to do also enabled me to commit to what it is that I wanted to pursue. And that is to finish writing my book, which is called The Motherhood Mindset. And I've also created an online course that goes along with this. And something that I'm really passionate about is mindset, you know, teaching about mindset and at the same time sharing ideas on what it takes to really learn to live from your heart over living from fear and how to create a wholehearted life and experience that. Now, the thing is um we don't have a plan b <laughs> and so in a conversation with uh, a friend of ours she goes oh, okay so what are you guys going to do after february like at the end of february like what what's going to happen and i said well i don't know like i'm just showing up every day as though this um you know i'm just showing up every day and think like about being committed to writing this book and being committed that this online course um is the right path, and John's showing up every day as a full time dad, but as well as you know, learning new things, he's learning to meditate, he's um, going to be doing attending Dr. Joe Dispenza's retreat in April next year, and he's just showing up as though uh, with the space of the unexpected. And she goes, Well, what's plan B? You know, like, what if this doesn't work out? And then I thought about it, and I'm like, Well, I'm not even. Thinking about that. You know, I'm not thinking about whether this works out or not. I'm just showing up as though it's already worked out. And when that time comes, however it comes, we'll deal with it then. So it started me thinking about plan A and plan B and how I believe, like I think if you are truly living from heart space, if you're truly living from love, right? Love is about courage. Love is expansive. So love is always creating opportunities for you to, I guess, find ways to see what you're really made of, you know, and expand your heart, expand your being, expand your courage, expand your vulnerability. Except when we are doing plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, we're not creating space for that unexpected to show up. We're creating space for the predictable to show up. And we're almost saying that, you know what, in the back of my mind, I don't think this is going to work out. And in the back of my mind, um, I just want to make sure that, you know, uh, that I'm in control. And in the back of my mind, security is more important than actually showing up, being fully committed to just the one option. So I believe when we are living from love, we're giving everything to the present moment. There can't be anything else that exists. There's no other thought that exists that contradicts what is happening right now. And when we're living in from a space of love, we're present. You know, when we're not living in a sp- uh, from love, where th- the fear that we have of something not working out is also there. And so we're switching our focus from being here to a future that hasn't even happened yet. And so we're kind of split our energy and our attention is split so when we are living from love our mind energy and spirit is totally dedicated to what we are doing and we're showing up as though this is everything this is the last moment we have and there's no past there's no there's no future there's only this moment now and when we're living from love there's an energy of surrender you know an energy of trust and we give faith to that one option. Now, it doesn't mean that the outcome may work out the way that we want it to, but that doesn't matter because we know we have trust that the outcome is perfect for our journey of uncovering, of understanding what it takes to live from love. So in being able to show up we're not fixated on the outcome. Now we're committed to that outcome. We're not separate from that outcome. We believe and have faith in that outcome, but we also create space for however the outcome is to show up. And we just trust and we have faith and there's no back door. Like there's no plan B, plan C or plan D. It's just what is right now and showing up every day Fully committed to that one option and knowing that there's only one, there's only one option and one option alone, and trusting that, you know. And then the outcome, trusting that whatever the outcome is, is leading us closer to living from our heart space. That outcome, or however the consequence is, is an opportunity for us to expand because as human beings, we are unlimited. We're, you know, we're infinite. And we either believe that we are, or we believe that we're not. And it was interesting, because I was asking my husband, um, John, a question the other day, I said, do you think we live in a hostile world? Or do you think we live in a loving world? And, you know, and he thought about it and he goes, you know what, I think there's a part of me that still thinks that we live in a hostile world. Otherwise, I wouldn't be defensive or I wouldn't be so scared and, you know, perfectionism wouldn't actually get to me or I wouldn't, I guess, con- try and control circumstances. And I thought that was interesting. And so I think this, is, it, it, this also applies to whether you live in a plan A, plan B, plan C kind of domain or whether you think, you know what, there's only one option right now and that's plan A. And... Um, so you either live in, you're living in a world that's working with you and for you and knowing that however it unfolds is perfectly designed for the journey that, um, you know, for, for your, uh, I guess evolution and the journey of expanding your heart. And so it's not about the outcome and yes, it, you know, it is about the outcome and not about the outcome, but it's about the commitment and the relationship to you to have it, to, To what you have about what you're doing and the purpose versus a world where you feel that it's like you're against the world. And so then you're saying that it's up to me and the world isn't on my side and it's up to me to figure it out. It's up to me to create, you know, the control, the perfection, or being able to navigate it on my own without yeah, without that connection or without that love. And I feel that that's a very fear-based kind of thinking. Nothing wrong with either way, like nothing wrong with love or fear. It's just what do we choose and where do we have most joy? I feel that when we are living from a space of plan A, plan B, plan C and figuring out all the different options and weighing things up, it's our analytical mind that's coming into play now having an analytical mind is amazing right like i believe that um being able to analyze things and draw conclusions and have patterns is really powerful because then you can have you can build your own model of understanding um of different things that you're observing but having an analytical mind can also be debilitating when it's not actually balanced with a mind that has, I don't know, a mind that's kind of flexible and joyful and being able to be in the moment. I think, and and I think this is where we kind of are as human beings, we rob ourselves of joy. We rob ourselves of you know, being able to be open to the unexpected and knowing that the unexpected is working for us and with us rather than something that is against us. So maybe the discovery in being able to choose to live from a place of love is not only getting rid of plan B and to every other letter behind that, but balancing analysis with being able to show up with like a whole heart, you know, the analysis lives in being able to identify patterns and, you know, build our model of and the analysis can be in like the learning, the understanding and observing what it is that we do, and like acquiring the skills of what we need to give life to our projects. And say, for example, with my writing, the analytical mind and the learning mind can be learning about how to write better, uh, research Be able to interview people, understand how human beings are dealing with, you know, parenting. So, 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 the book that I'm writing is about parenting. And the wholehearted mind or the joyful mind can be all about knowing that this journey is perfect the way that it is and being able just to get myself out of the way when I write and be in flow and be able to have an authentic expression when I write without fearing judgment, without fearing or being stopped by the fear of judgment and being stopped by the fear of criticism and other people's opinion. It doesn't mean that I don't have that. It doesn't mean that the fear isn't there. It's just that I've got to observe it, catch it, um, acknowledge it's there and not be stopped by it. and And understand where that fear is coming from. It's just the fear of wanting validation and approval or the fear of thinking that I'm not enough and that I'm it's not even real, the fear, right? Fear is what? Uh, something I can't remember appearing real. I can't remember what the, like, the acronym for it was, but um, false evidence appearing real. That's it, fear, false evidence appearing real. And I'm not saying that just as a bumper sticker, but really analyzing our fear and letting it go. You know, So I love this concept of what if there is no plan B and just showing up giving ourselves over to whatever it is that we're doing and doing with love with honor and a whole heart and being flexible and being open to the unexpected and being open to that hey it's going to work out in our in our favor however it works out just trust that however it is will work out in our favor and it's always an opportunity to expand and to learn and discover what it takes to choose to live from love and we can apply this to anything we can apply this to any project that we're working on Um, we can apply this to any relationship that we're in and we can apply this to anything that we want for our life you know being able just to have that freedom and commitment to go i'm all in i'm all in and there's no back door And then maybe one day we wake up and go, you know what, this doesn't serve me anymore. I'm no longer this person that needs to do this or whatever it is and be okay with that because you've given it everything. So there's no regret. And so there's a real freedom in being able to let go. So anyway, those are my thoughts for today. What if there's no plan B? So over to you, you know, are you wholeheartedly pursuing what it is that you want to do? And it doesn't mean that you're quitting your job and you know, uh, taking a chance without having, I guess, structures in place to be able to empower you and, um, support you. It's being able to go, what is it going to work for me? What is going to serve me at this moment in time? How can I show up with a whole heart every day? What needs to be in place so that I can show up with a whole heart every day for everything that it is that I'm doing? And I can learn from that. So, Thank you for joining me today and I hope that this idea gives food for thought and um, inspires you in some way. Let me know. Uh, So, yeah, you can let me know in the comments by – let me know via comments on Instagram. So if you want to join me on Instagram, my – uh, ID is yumi, I dot Nguyen, N-G-U-Y-E-N. And I'm also using an app called Anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R, where you can send direct messages through and I'd love to receive them. So thank you and have a wonderful day. Looking forward to the next episode. Bye.